0: What's going on here? Resistance is futile. This Indeed you are, Paul. Is it's in my hand. Fan Effect. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle-belling and everyone telling you, be of good cheer, it's the most wonderful time. And it is the most wonderful time of the year, in my opinion, because it is Halloween. It's the whole spoopy season. And... I mean, you, you
1: can't play the most wonderful time of the year, a Christmas <laughs> song, and then say that the most wonderful time of the year is Halloween. Yes, I can. You can't.
0: Oh, I think
1: I can. That's called holiday appropriation. and I think there's a lot of people who are against this. <laughs>
0: well, as holidays are appropriation of all sorts of different cultures anyway, I'm, I'm going to claim it. It's No, not only
1: in Amer- America, we invented all these holidays, probably.
0: I love so much. <laughs> I haven't done a lot of research on
1: it, but I feel like that's an accurate statement.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, we we pulled from all different stuff. I love that we haven't even got to our intro and we're already arguing about our fandom debate today.
1: Well, that's what we do here on Fan Effect. (laughs) Sponsored by Megaplex Theaters, the best place to see a movie in Utah.
0: Yes, it is, definitely. Um,
1: And they'll have some holiday In fact, I think they're doing the 30th anniversary of a uh, nightmare before christmas
0: yeah they're doing that and i just watched the 30th of hocus pocus with my niece and nephew that made so. it
1: back into the top 10
0: it did, like two a couple of weeks ago, it right? It did.
1: It really did. I was like, Steve and I on the movie show were like, I was like, wait, why is a 30-year-old movie that wasn't even that good back in the top 10?
0: Oh, blasphemy. I love it. And I love It still stands up. I watched it my niece and nephew in the theaters. It was kind of fun because we were the only ones there. And so we were looking up trivia on the film and talking about it the whole time. It was fantastic.
1: I think that movie will be a perfect case study in what we're going to talk about today. Oh, totally. And why do we like these things? <laughs> and how things become uh, maybe with holidays as much as anything else, they be, we don't call them cult favorites, but mm-hmm. there are certain holiday type movies especially that become and, and TV shows, you mm-hmm. could argue TV shows become mm-hmm. cult favorites.
0: Oh, definitely. And like, and what's kind of fun is
1: we should invent a word for the holiday version of cult favorites. Holiday cult favorites.
0: Well, I'm one of, I'm a Halloween person. I'm one of those weirdos. Like you have like the Disney adult who's obsessed with Disney. I'm a Halloween person. Like all years. So Halloween. when it's
1: Disney Halloween at Disneyland, that's your like. That perfect is my jam. Mix.
0: I've gone so many times. It's called Halloween time at Disney. It starts in September, and that's actually kind of what we refer to Halloween in, in my household is Halloween time because it's it's not just not spooky. It's well, it's. Spoopy as well. It's spoopy stop, season. Stop
1: with the spoopy. That is a made-up word that does not exist.
0: <laughs> it is. It's like a teen slang thing. I swear. Uh, it's been around for a few years now, but you'll you'll see that. And I, I like to throw it in. Is is that spoopy fun? Because it's not. It's not spooky. I can't even say spooky because I say spooky. I say spoopy so much. Um, it's now I'm familiar with "Ship poopy the
1: song in *Music Man*. <laughs> But not spoopy.
0: Oh, I love that we're already referencing musical. No, it's like a teen thing. Like It's one of those slang words that's come around the past few years.
1: Well, obviously, <laughs> I am not up and hip or with it.
0: <laughs> well, what I love today, so welcome to Fan Effect. As you can see, we're already jumping into our conversation today. I'm a producer and co-host, Kellyanne.
1: And, and I'm Andy Farnsworth, yes. and I also host the movie show on KSL News Radio from room? nine to noon on Fridays, and available on podcasts. Yes, just about everywhere except apparently Apple right now.
0: Uh, we're working to fix that. Don't worry. I'm, I might go back and post on our old platform a bit
1: <laughs> just so we can get the episodes up. That's good. But it is fun. It's fun. It's been a bit since you and I have done just a kind of a deep dive on something.
0: Yeah, and I'm I'm so excited, particularly since this is something I'm aware of your love of Christmas I know if it's the 25th of the month you wear a tie if I'm
1: wearing a tie that day I do have a large selection of Christmas ties Mm -hmm. the funny thing is is that that started I don't know maybe 15 years ago and I was it was just like some random 25th of the month and I used to have to wear a tie every day Mm because I worked two jobs it was my second job that needed me to wear a tie and I was when I was like I gotta wear ties every day I was like it's the 25th it might've been June 25th. And so that's why it was on my brain. Like, Hey, we're halfway back to Christmas, but whatever <laughs> it was, I was like, I'm going to wear a Christmas tie today. Mm-hmm. Just whatever. And so I wear the Christmas tie and and there was a couple of people at my work and they were older ladies and they were like, why do you have a Christmas tie on? I was like, Oh, cause today's like either we're halfway back to Christmas or it's the 25th. It means we've only got X more months until Christmas. And uh-huh. they were both like, Oh, don't remind me of that. And I was like, I might be onto something here just because they <laughs> reacted like, oh, I don't want to know it's that it's so that strong. much closer. And uh, so I then mean, oh, after sad. that, I just started wearing a Christmas tie on the 25th of every month, just because it was funny and then i was doing stuff on tv Mm -hmm. and so i didn't say anything about it first but one of the times that people asked, like why do you have a christmas tie on and so then then it became the thing thing to the point where now if i forget to wear a christmas tie on the 25th or if i'm not they're Mm like wait where's your christmas tie and i'm like so i created the own monster that was coming back to devour me
0: (laughs) i love that because like when i first got to know you you were telling me about your love of christmas and things like that and how you wear a tie and i'm like well Do you have one for Halloween? He's like, no.
1: I do now. The
0: mental note. I got you a tie. It was one of the first gifts I bought that year because I was so excited to give it to you. I went to Etsy, and I got a Handmade Nightmare Before Christmas tie for you. So you now have And an I wear
1: October it every tie. October. <laughs> I do. I wear it in October.
0: Because you have to In have fact,
1: to that's it. Uh, this week, as a matter of fact. In fact, it's Wednesday.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. It's getting close.
1: Oh, it's too bad. My cousin's getting married on Thursday. I could have worn it to oh, his wedding. Oh, that would
0: have been... We can still wear, it's, it's well, wear it. But on Wednesday? October.
1: Well, okay. But it would be funny as I. You know what? I think I will. I'll wear a collared shirt that day, and I'll wear my, whoops, nightmare before Christmas tie.
0: (laughs) I love this so much. So do you really think that, you know, like us, you love Christmas, I love Halloween, that, like, you can have a fandom for a holiday? Have you ever thought about that
1: before? Well, I mean, I don't know if I've ever thought of it specifically as a fandom, but, I mean, all the hallmarks are there for Mm -hmm. it. Hallmark, Christmas, ah, Uh there we go. No, but, you know... The fact that you can have decorations, you can have outfits, costumes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that uh, people get mad at you for doing it the wrong way or at the wrong time or something like that. Or you
0: got traditions. You have the themed candy. I, I think so. Yeah. Oh
1: no, for sure. I mean, it's a it's a very you, really you could figure there's a fandom for just about anything if there's an industry for it. Definitely. And if you think about, you know. I guess you could say there's a fandom if, if Walgreens has a half-off candy sale the day after whatever <laughs> holiday it is that you're a fan of. That
0: is true. I love so,
1: that. Because that means that there's a big enough industry to, to sell items that people want to buy, and mm-hmm. then the day after they don't want it anymore, and so it's half price. But, uh, yeah, I, I think there's definitely fandoms for uh, for holidays, and if you think about it, because then they make movies mm-hmm. based on those things, and, I mean, I, I would say... I would say Christmas and Halloween are probably the only real fandom holidays. Real big I mean, big ones. Mm-hmm. the other the other days that people celebrate I just don't know if they translate as well as Christmas and Halloween. And to be honest, I don't part of me don't doesn't get why Halloween is. But Aww. maybe it has to do with Charlie Brown. First of all, really? a lot of the cultural the heavy, the cultural, the way the things we celebrate them now are an evolution of the of the 20th century. We're in the 21st century, but I personally think that a lot of these things are an evolution from the 20th century. You know, the the picture of Santa Claus Coca-Cola was a Coca Cola, Cola sand, thing. Uh, yes. I mean, there were some elements of him described, and of course, you've got the the, the a visit from Saint Nicholas that kind of helped out with a lot of that imagery too. Mm-hmm. But that. Then you get a Charlie Brown Christmas special, which then makes the T V holiday specials huge. I, I, I'd have to look to know for sure if Rudolph was first or if Charlie Brown. But I mean, think about it. There's T V specials with terrible quality animation from the nineteen fifties that are still in the day the the, the <laughs> monthly Christmas rotation mm-hmm. for people eighty years later. Seventy years, eighty years later. I mean wow. And if you remade it, oh my gosh, there would no, be like no. a exactly that's my point. <laughs> they, if you remade some of the it
0: stuff and I'm like mm, no, you don't remake we're, if we're you if
1: you remade a Charlie Brown Christmas oh, no, and no. like CG did or something <clears throat> like that, see listen, your reaction right now is telling me exactly and
0: I'm not a huge Christmas fan but even me I'm like no, don't do that.
1: Now if you remade something like hocus Pocus, maybe you could make it better because it was terrible the first time. Oh.
0: No. I freaking love Hocus Pocus. I'm just kidding, Kelly. Oh.
1: That was just deliberately to try to set you up. You didn't set off nearly as well as I hoped you would. But, but I mean, think about it. Then we got a Charlie Brown. Uh, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, Are there... Charlie Brown Thanksgiving maybe Charlie Brown is Thanksgiving. the only thing. And maybe...
0: And Bob's Burgers love a Thanksgiving. It warms my heart, too.
1: Right, but he's an outlier. Mm-hmm. There's a Christmas episode of every television show ever made. Mm-hmm. There's... Not always a Halloween episode, and there's rarely a Thanksgiving episode, which is why Bob's Burgers is funny because it's such a—there is a Thanksgiving episode Mm -hmm. of Bob's Burgers every year.
0: every year you look forward to, and they're hilarious. Because you want to see
1: how Bob loves his turkey and how he talks to it and how he never gets to make it the way he wants to, Mm -hmm. even though he has all these grand plans. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I I would say it's Halloween and Christmas—
0: I'm trying to think of other examples. Oh, Parks and Rec. Leslie Nope likes Valentine's, but it's the day before. It's Galentine's. She's made like her own holiday for her friends. So, like, That's
1: true, but then it's not Valentine's.
0: Well, but it's it's that, it's that theme. It's that feeling. It's that love. It's that in- inclusion she has there. So I like Canada's Valentine's. I, I think it would.
1: Check well, and Thanksgiving any- doesn't count because um, Thanksgiving in Canada is in October, and then they don't even have it anywhere else in the world. So you got to go to a place where they have it everywhere in the world. Christmas true. they do.
0: Christmas they have. Whether it. Whether they
1: celebrate it widely in each country, but it it's a thing that every country has somebody that that observes is true. It.
0: Or like there's different versions of it. Like we we have you know we have the other holidays around there. Uh, we have Hanukkah and and um, oh I, I think a Futurama their episodes they have like Hanukkah zombie. No no it's thing.
1: actually it's, wait I don't remember the Hanukkah zombie you but don't I do remember, remember that? I do remember Robot and Santa because they even. Well, right, but the robot Santas even had an episode in this current season.
0: Yes, yes, which I finally finished, and it was amazing. <laughs>
1: yeah, if I, I remember his. This there was a song that he sang. I think it was in one of the Futurama movies that are considered a season now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any rate, so they, they, they pretty, always sing in the Christmas episode. That one was pretty, pretty clever. But yeah, Christmas I think is by far the number one holiday that you could say has the biggest fandom. Uh, You know, people don't even take down their Christmas decorations. People Ah, argue. People argue for Christmas. People argue for Christmas in July. People get mad when you play. Some people get mad when you play Christmas music outside the holiday period (laughs) for it, because they it's so big to them. They don't wanna. They want to have it in the part of the year where they have it.
0: See that's so funny because I am I'm, I'm a Halloween fan. I know more of the Halloween markers. We have halfway to Halloween. No, we is, don't. We totally do. no, we don't. Oh, you're, when is halfway to Halloween? Halfway to Halloween is halfway to Halloween. Yeah, but so. except
1: there isn't a halfway to Halloween. No, totally
0: because a haunted house because opens, is it May first or April thirtieth? It well, you, you uh-huh, it exactly. Like a there is no exact halfway. We actually halfway. take the weekend. Like if you go to like Nightmare on Thirteenth or Fear Factory, that'll be yeah. Open but I don't go there time.
1: even in the Halloween season. <laughs>
0: All the Halloween shows. Like, I, I follow different creators that specifically make Halloween products. That's usually when they announce what's coming in the fall uh, for theirs. Um, and then you have 100 days to Halloween, which is usually when products really start rolling out. So that's usually when Disney... These are not things, to
1: except for people who are, like, massive Halloween so fans. Half,
0: you, okay, you said on June the 20, 25th you wore your, your first yeah. tie. That's, like, halfway to Christmas.
1: Exactly. That was why I did it.
0: <laughs> so we did the same in our my culture, my Halloween culture. Halfway to Halloween, 100 days. You do the 31st, uh, 31 days of films, and then Halloween is also celebrated.
1: Oh my gosh, you are making these things up right now. You are making these up right <laughs> now.
0: But I do agree. I do love Christmas in July. Um, I actually, we'll will play Christmas music in that time period. I'll usually wear a sweater or something like that. Usually, a Nightmare Before Christmas because it's in right. Um And in my house, my dad loves Christmas. We kind of have this. Duel, dad loves Christmas, I love Halloween, and he will go, out. our our house looks like a Hallmark film at Christmas time. It is ridiculous. My dad does theater lighting. That sounds
1: ridiculously awesome.
0: (laughs) It is pretty awesome, actually. My dad does theatrical lighting, and he brings it outside of the house, inside the house. We have four Christmas trees. One of them's our big tree in the front room, and it's almost totally covered in Disney. Tinkerbell's on the top. She has a spotlight on her. Like, that's how intense we get it. We have our three Norway trees in the corner with um, a Santa and all these little woodland animals that are all mixed up. And Norwegian, our, our culture, our, we're, we're Vikings from, you know, that, that age, so we do that. And it's covered in garlands. The house is all lit up. We have all—every all, all um, every window has a wreath on it. We have projectors going. We have, you know, we have the spotlight and baby Jesus and the nativity with a spotlight and Santa on the shelf. Like, it looks like a Hallmark film. And this weekend, I had friends over for a Halloween party. We called it Cozy Halloween Evening. We walked over the garden wall, which is amazing. Um, I actually have seen that. Oh, it's so good. I'd love to do one on that someday. Um, but, like, my parents were out of town, so I just, like, dug out all the Halloween. And they walked in last night from from their vacation, like, whoa, lots of Halloween going on here. So we 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 have the duel. We have Halloween, and we have Christmas. My mom also loves Easter, so we do pretty a pretty lot for Easter, too.
1: I... I guess I'm the uh, quintessential male as I'm really lazy. <laughs> so carving pumpkins is mm-hmm. like a lot of work for really? very little return because <laughs> you put them out on your porch and then you hope that somebody doesn't come and smash them. <laughs> I don't like pumpkin seeds, really. My kids <gasps> do. So, they, they I mean, that's fine. Um, I, It's just, it's, it's a lot of work and... And what do you do with the pumpkin after it's done? Like, then you just gotta chuck it, and it gets all rotten. And <laughs> I don't know. So, I, I this, is is bad, hard, yes. this is bad. This is bad. It's to where it's to the point where where, I, it's, just, I hate lugging all the Christmas decorations up oh. and down the stairs because like we store them in our cold room down uh-huh. under the under the porch, and it's so many things like the tree, <laughs> and then I gotta navigate this obstacle course that's the storage room, and then mm-hmm. the stairs, and then, I. So by the time so does it's time to, to actually. Help you? S- no, they're too heavy for Aww. most of them. I mean, the older kids could, but they're never around. Well, once you get old enough to be able to carry those boxes, you usually got millions of things. That's you know, true, my daughter, so. we're going to not see... The one who's in, a, a junior in high school, she's in the madrigals at her school, and so they're gone the entire month of December, because yep. if they're not performing, they're practicing. They're performing or practicing, and and so we don't expect... Uh, to me, that's one of the drawbacks. We, we can get to that, but... um I've gotten to the point where I don't, I should put up more decorations considering how much I enjoy Christmas, but the amount of work that goes into putting them up and taking them down, I just, I'm like, you know, we got the tree, let's just put it in the front window, you know, that's, that's good enough for the people on the street, right? (laughs) It sounds so (laughs) terrible because, you know, the the other thing we, we have pillars on our front porch Mm -hmm. and we'll take a red ribbon and. Tape Rather. it around the white pillar so it kind of looks like two candy cane pillars. We got, that is something I'll do.
0: We got moving lights on our front porch. They're, we call them our Elsa lights. They're like, uh, they, they, they do the projection stuff. We have fire at Halloween and then we, we put up the ball. Oh, and
1: covers. I'm also cheap and I think of my electrical bill <laughs> after the holidays. <laughs> That is a point. So I love Christmas, but I love it inside as much as I do outwardly. <laughs> My outward expression is the tie that I can wear once a month. And then and then from Thanksgiving to Christmas, if it's a tie at all, it's a Christmas it's tie because I have a lot tie. of them.
0: Oh, I bet you do. Right, let's take a bit of a break and we're going to come back. And I want to ask you why Christmas. Okay. Okay. We're back. So we talked about holiday feelings and decorations and stuff like that. But I'm curious. Like, why do you love Christmas? Why Why has it become one of your things?
1: Well, it's probably because that was. And this. And this is going to be kind of my arguing point. <laughs> is what holidays did you enjoy as a kid? What What ones did you have a, either a good family connection with or something like that? For me, I loved the candy of Halloween. <laughs> I really. I mean, what kid True. doesn't? What kid doesn't? Yep. But coming up with a costume was, I didn't, I don't know. I was really (laughs) self-conscious. And so if I didn't have like a professional level costume in my mind, like if it didn't look professional in my mind and not even like the store bought ones necessarily, I wanted them to be on a level beyond that. My brain's really weird. I hated the toys where, like, Batman in the Arctic freeze suit, like, stuff he never wore. Uh-huh. I didn't want that toy, and that was usually the ones that were left. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted, like, the Batman that I'd see in the cartoon or the comic books, like, in their actual costume, this, not, like, the you variations. You a
0: play, not a costume. Yeah,
1: but, like, mm-hmm. just even the toys. I didn't want the 47th variant that the companies are just selling to move product. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted the original one, and those were always the ones that sold out first, and my parents, I love them. <laughs> God rest both their souls. Mm-hmm. Um, they never got me the right ones. <laughs> <laughs> they did once. They got me the Luke Skywalker in his Jedi suit. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it it's it, it just so for me, Christmas was things. So for Halloween, I didn't like Halloween because I stopped liking the effort it took to dress up. We didn't have a ton of money, so I couldn't really go all out for a costume, and my parents would never buy the store-bought ones, which I understand now as a parent. But back then, I was just like, I do not want to dress up as like some thing that looks like we just cobbled it together with leftover clothing at our house. And this was, you know, the early '80s, so Mm -hmm. there wasn't as nice as stuff at the Goodwill and the DIs as there is now. So there was all those things that went into it, and just you know, self-consciousness. And Mm -hmm. so Halloween wasn't fun by the end. My friend and I would go trick-or-treating with just, like, regular and with, like, bags over our heads. And we—the unknown trick-or-treater. Like, that was it. (laughs) I mean, it's zero thought. And then, of course, at one point, you're not supposed to go trick-or-treating anymore, so that takes some of the fun out of Halloween.
0: Oh, but then you start giving out the candy, and that's so much fun.
1: Well, I (laughs) guess—
0: Now I got I', I, didn't I went, think
1: that was so much fun because you know by the time I'm old enough to do that now you could theoretically get invited to a Halloween party mm-hmm. with friends if you had them uh-huh. <laughs> or if you had friends that did Halloween parties I'm, I'm not saying if I did or didn't but <laughs> I think you could probably get the inference but um so for me Christmas was the beginning of the, the, no other holiday Fourth of July not my thing mm-hmm. I mean it's I like it but I do love fireworks. Especially as I've gotten older and I've worked the get up at 3 o'clock in the morning shift, fireworks are absolutely meaningless to me now because oh. you got to stay up and then I would have to go to work in the morning. So, like I said, I kind of sound like an Ebenezer Scrooge for all these things. but an
0: Ebenezer for Humbug Halloween. A
1: Humbug Halloween. A, a f- I can't even think of a indep- an anti-independence day or something like that. <laughs> but it, it was Christmas for me because Christmas was so, – I was actually thinking about this the other day. Christmas was the one time a year for a family that didn't have a lot of things. In mm-hmm. fact, we had, we were subbed for Santa at least once or twice when I was growing up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I never felt, I never felt bad about that. Like I never felt bad that we were subbed for Santa. I was actually always really grateful that people would do it. Awesome. But I also never remember Christmas, even if we didn't get a lot of stuff. Um, I never felt like, oh, is this all I got? Yeah. I never felt like that. Even if you could probably do a comparison of things, and I had friends who got lots of stuff, and I didn't go over there like, oh, I wish my family got all these stuff. I was just like, hey, can we play with your stuff? <laughs> but- um, well,
0: Yeah, i totally go to my cousin's house to, to play with their stuff. We, we have to post Christmas.
1: In fact, <laughs> this is- No, I probably shouldn't. This, <laughs> this is what Christmas is like at my house. My parents- uh, well, I, My cousins would get like fancy stuff from my grandma. Mm-hmm. But what would happen is my grandma would give money to each of the parents and say, get them a gift from me. You know, you'd know better than I do what I'd Mm -hmm. like. And I asked my mom one time, why did we never open our presents from grandma over at grandma's? Because my cousins would. Mm -hmm. And my mom finally had to explain because your presents from grandma was underwear and socks. Like, that's what my mom had to use Christmas it was budget on was, yeah, to, yeah. was to get us things. You know, we didn't always get a new outfit for school, but we would get something for Christmas. And so, you know, if shoes were almost worn out, we'd wait them till Christmas till we get new shoes. So I know it sounds almost like Tiny Tim the... <laughs> no, I totally and Bob understand. Cratchit's family. It wasn't that bad, but... Uh, that was sort of the mindset, and so I, I, she said. So, would you would you rather open the underwear and socks at Grandma's? I was like, No, I think we're good opening them in the morning with the rest of the of the family's presents. But, um, but it was just there was something about it, you know. There's there was family time, you know, because I'm religious. There was the religious mm-hmm. part of it that certainly enhances it, and um, and just because you know Halloween was fun, and Halloween was the same month as my birthday, so oh, I was always more excited sense. about my birthday in the month and. Uh, but And then Halloween because like it takes over everything culturally. Like it's more than any other holiday. I think you could say, I mean, you could say Halloween and Thanksgiving in America, mm-hmm. but outside of America, there really isn't a Halloween. I was mm-hmm. in Brazil for a couple of years. Thanksgiving, they don't even have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but everybody's got a Christmas.
0: Everybody does have a Christmas, and so there's mm-hmm. just
1: it's always been a thing, and there's just people just seem a little different, you know, because of the type of holiday that it is and what it's supposed to be, uh, you know, even even as Kwanzaa became more of a thing, or as uh, Hanukkah made a uh, tried to have a greater cultural push so yeah, people yeah. would see that it was happening at the same time. Um, it's just something about that month where it's you know, it's goodwill and giving, and uh, you know the songs are cheerful and they they try to make you think of. You know, the glories of Christmas is long, long ago. Uh, and so there's just, there's a nostalgia thing with it. And and everybody, no matter what your life situation was when you were a kid, if your parents had a way at all to try to make Christmas special for you, they did. Whatever that meant, and whatever income or economic level you were at, your parents made an effort to try to make Christmas something special. And they didn't necessarily try that with every other holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or if they did, it didn't connect with me. But but that's why for me, Christmas has always been uh, the, the, my favorite one. And then having kids. And, uh, you know, one of the hardest things for me I didn't ever anticipate was switching between wanting the Christmas for me to enjoy and realizing it's never going to be the same as it was before. No. So stop waiting for it. I wonder sometimes if young adults or even middle adults struggle with christmas and and feelings of depression and things because subconsciously you kind of want christmas to be the way it was and it never will be Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until i realized i need to focus on making christmas good for somebody else and just get over the fact that you know because once dads don't get good presents let's be honest Unless they buy them you guys for are themselves. Hard to buy well, unless for. we buy them for ourselves, dads don't get good presents because the kids don't think about anyone but themselves. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we got to get dad some. Uh, what is he like? uh, does he like? Uh, golf? He needs a time. It, 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 that's not the point. Mm hmm. And so once the joy started creeping back, and once I was starting like, okay, how can I make Christmas good for somebody The else? giving it out. I yeah. love that. So that, that that's for me why Christmas is. So you tell me about why you pick Halloween.
0: You know, I, I kind of love that you close with that because I think one reason I do love Halloween is you don't have a lot of the emotional baggage and hang-ups that you can get around Christmas time. Like, it's Interesting. just pure fun. And I, I love that yours came from like this place of joy where mine came from a bit of trauma, if I actually think about it. For Halloween like, or for Christmas? For Halloween, Christmas? actually. You were
1: traumatized by Christmas, so you picked Halloween? <laughs> I
0: screwed myself up on on Halloween when I was in first grade and I became obsessed with it ever since. So I, as a kid, I loved Halloween. Candy, dressing up. We were always, we made our own costumes and I loved it. Like my mom's super crafty, my dad's super crafty. We would do stuff like
1: that. See, my that. kid's mom is super crafty, and my mom might have been. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't in my mind. <laughs> and so I was definitely afraid that people were gonna look at my homemade Halloween costume and be like Of course you always imagine this and nobody would probably no would ever it. say it. But in your mind everybody's like, Oh, look at that homemade thing. How <laughs> lame is that person?
0: No, we we were all about that. My mom says like even Christmas and stuff, like we didn't get much growing up either. We we knew we we got stuff toys and stuff at our birthday and christmas and because we only did that my parents let us choose exactly what we want we didn't have any surprises on christmas because they wanted to give us what we would enjoy for that um uh but going back to like halloween what ended up happening was i loved halloween for the candy i'm just a kid kindergarten halloween day in school all these different people it was the funnest thing I'd have the whole school year because you got to dress up. There were parades. There was candy. We had a big festival at the school. We did the cakewalk, all these different things, and I loved it. I was so excited to keep celebrating it. Well, I was a kid, didn't really know about dates or anything like that, and I woke up Halloween morning my my first year, and I just could not wake up. I felt crappy. I played sick accidentally for the one and only time in my entire life – on Halloween day and i didn't realize it cuz i was like ooh this is this is smart i'm such a smart kid i get to stay home i get to spend the time with mom she got me mcdonald's this is fantastic i didn't realize it was halloween until all the kids start coming home from school and they're wearing costumes oh my i missed the whole day of celebrations
1: wait because you were, were sick did festivals? your parents let you go trick or treating
0: no, because I was because you were sick, didn't right? No, so I was sick, so I didn't. I missed out on all the Halloween fun that year, and, and you
1: didn't even go trick or. And I didn't go
0: trick or treating oh, or anything.
1: Oh, Kelly, yeah. and
0: like I didn't tell my parents, so I was an adult. That you know what I actually faked that day, and they they thought it was hilarious. So like since oh, that time, I would have
1: left my head off as a right, parent.
0: Right, I've never played sick again, and I'm a, I'm a bit of a goody two shoes. I don't know if people realize that, but like I, I keep, I'm a rule keeper for the most part. <laughs> I think that was also some of the trauma there. So my whole life I've been loving Halloween because I think I'm making up for that first grade mistake that I made. And then as I grew older, people get asking me, like, why Halloween? And I find these reasons to kind of justify it. And I think now one reason I love it, not just because it's fun and and things like that, but it takes scary things and makes it approachable. So, like, the idea of monsters and death and things like that, it makes it approachable for kids um, to be able to talk about these things. And it even goes a step farther and, and makes it fun. I go to the zoo and I volunteer for the wizard maze and I'm dressed as Moaning Myrtle. And, like, I, it makes the fact that I'm a ghost, a witch, and a skeleton at a different location.
1: You know, I actually— Fun and approachable. I actually worked at a haunted house a couple mm-hmm. of years my last—I I, want to say my last two years of high school—I um,
0: totally can't imagine. There was you doing a place
1: that. called Alien Encounters. If you live in Utah, that was in Taylorsville, right off of I two fifteen and Redwood Road. It's now all business buildings, but for a while there, it was a little haunted house. And so one year, I was the dude who had on a nineteen forties gas mask, okay. and I would jump out towards the end. And then I preferred the other year. Uh, I would sit back in the in the bushes and I pulled on this thing that would make something jump up and hit the ba- the banister of like a railing as people would go by like it. Like a pop scare. Oh. And it was kind of fun, but uh, the one in person I didn't like because if it didn't work, you just really felt stupid. If you tried to scare them and they weren't scared and you're just like, well, hi, I'm going to go back and hide now.
0: <laughs> I but it time. was fun.
1: It was fun to do the thing to see who I could get to jump when I'd pull the the thing and you know the funniest ones were you know you'd get some guys that had walked through the haunted haunted house attraction and they'd be like bleh, bleh, bleh. all nice and but tight. every once in a while you could get them to jump and that was those were the most satisfying of all the ones who were doing their best not to let it look like anything affected them oh what uh, I know you can't hurt me and and so I have some friends who actually run a haunted house down it's like a haunted outdoor corn maze mm-hmm. out down in Utah county now and so I went through and I was like Trying to come up with some suggestions of like, you know, you're limited. You real you can't part of the fun of Halloween, the the true thrill for for people, you know, over about age 15 or 16, I think, is the idea that, you know, when you're younger than that, you're not sure if they can harm you or not. Mm-hmm. Like as an adult, you know they can't. I mean, there's lawsuits, there's all kinds of oh, things. Yeah. They can run after you with an actual functioning chainsaw, but if it so much as touches you, <laughs> you know, it's over. So so as an adult, when you're walking through, it's not that scary. And so I was trying to suggest, I was like, what what are some things you can do to just, they know they can't get hurt, but what can you do to, to make them doubt it just a little bit? You know, like one of the things was they had um, a slaughterhouse room. And I was like, what you can, I don't know if you're allowed to do this, and I don't know if this would work, but if you could get the smell of rotten meat.
0: Uh, so that
1: when you walk into the room, it smells that way. I
0: bet you can find that because they train dogs with,
1: with Well, that. right, right, right. Yeah. But I don't know. That was a, Since you said that, I don't know if that would attract actual animals <laughs> to come to. The, one thing you don't need is the, an actual coyote that wanders its way in looking mm-hmm. for the rotten meat. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't have control over that and you might get some... <laughs> Some patrons bit. They're like, "Oh, look, this real life guy!"
0: No, <laughs> that yeah. That, that oh, that's also, a very realistic wolf. Oh no, yeah, that <laughs> would
1: that, that would get the maze shut down. And I don't want that for my friends. But but just things like that. What are some things you can do to just create just that little bit of a doubt, a little bit
0: of fear? Well, and it's fun to be a little bit afraid. But I I do gotta admit I'm not like a horror thrasher, bloody that's bloody, interesting. Gore type
1: so you thing. like the fun side? I like of the Halloween. fun.
0: I want to have my my um. I want my my pumpkin hot chocolate. I want the the corn on the cob um, type of fun things. The scarecrows. Okay. That that's about as level as I'll do it. Like even when I I went to Fear Factory for a press night a couple years ago for a Fan Effect, I pulled my friend Morgan to come along with me because I am terrified of things like zombies and aliens and things like that. So that wasn't my forte. So they actually put her in zombie makeup, and she protected me as we went through the haunted house. So if anyone got too close to me and she saw I was kind of freaked out, she'd go, my human, and, like, pull me away and and stuff like that. So I'm not a big horror, scary, gore and guts. I'm more of, like, hocus-pocus. See, and if
1: I – now that you have said that,
0: Mm -hmm. if
1: I went to Fear Factory Mm -hmm. with you (laughs) – I would talk to them in advance Mm
0: -hmm. and get
1: somebody to wear the same clothes that I'm wearing (laughs) to then put in zombie and then I would be with you in the maze and then at one point I would swap out (laughs) so that when you turned around you'd see what you think is me in the same clothes And then suddenly I'd, like, have the zombie.
0: <laughs> you can't. Oh, if Jeremy Carter's listening to it, he's, he knows he's he's going to try to do oh, something like that. Man, oh, man, that.
1: That would get me to go to a haunted house <laughs> if I got to do something like that. Yeah, but then because that, be to friends that, me friends Because that, to me, is the fun. The fun is just creating that doubt for a second. Like, like you know that it can't be what you're seeing, but your brain and your... And your, your reaction are having an argument right there. Like, this can't be, but I'm seeing that what is happening. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. And I don't like haunted houses either. We, I went to the last one that I can honestly say I went to, other than the one I acted in, uh-huh. was probably in like third or fourth grade.
0: Right. I think I've been to two haunted houses as an adult.
1: And Fear Factory has been trying to get me to come, and I have they can, resisted. Yes. The
0: only time it was like, if if my friend can come with me and she'll I have protect resisted.
1: me.
0: Yep, and, I'm like, and I do need it. And they do like the 100 Days to Halloween and stuff where they have it open, and they open every Friday the 13th. See, there's so many Halloween things all throughout the year. I'm telling
1: if you. If I go to corn mazes, I don't do the haunted corn maze. I just do no, the corn maze part. No,
0: just do the corn maze. That's That's hard enough for me to not have an easy exit from something. <laughs> so talking about fun, let's... Let's have a fun conversation. Should, should we debate a bit which is better? Sure. Yeah?
1: Because Christmas is going to win. You make your case.
0: I love Halloween. Scary things make it fun. Okay. Candy. You get to dress up in whatever fandom you like as well. Um, I love how Halloween can be pirates. It can be witches. It can be aliens. I saw a real cool display going around where someone had actually recreated, like, you know tremors, the the graboids and the monsters underground type really? thing. They'd made it into their front yard. Giant skeletons, like it is fun. It's playful. You, it's not. I I I love that. I love Christmas because I also am religious as well. But it's not religious. You're not going to really offend anybody. Um, And I just I just think for all these reasons and more, like Halloween is is where it's at. Like yeah, Christmas is great. It breaks up the. The Christmas, the cold time of the year, and everything right. like that. It's unless a fun you live in the thing. Southern Hemisphere. Unless, it, yeah, that is true.
1: And then I got to tell you, it's pretty weird to walk from tropical into a store and have like fake cotton snow everywhere. It's like, <laughs> like wait, I'm I'm dying. It's 120 degrees outside.
0: I, I have been to Mexico in in Christmas, and it is a little weird.
1: <laughs> and you know, and especially when I, I was a missionary in Brazil, and uh-huh. so the first Christmas. It, I mean, it's Christmas, and and, and you know, and the, depending on where I was, there was there was a little more, were po- a little more poverty versus living in the, one of the bigger cities. But you know, going into a going into a mall, it looked like an American Christmas.
0: Uh huh.
1: But oh, then my- out in the smaller areas, it was it was more like a Brazil Christmas. But, um, it it was an interesting it was an interesting thing that, uh, and it was certainly more religious. Oh, definitely in South America where I was. Uh, than it was you know a secular one whereas here in the states it's a real tug of war between the secular and the religious Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a tug of war but there's certainly a balance um but yeah uh it but they didn't play a lot of Christmas music down there Mm um I did but they didn't (laughs) (laughs) but you know I mean I, I was in a different situation uh you know, as to what my focus was and the things I was doing daily. But uh, for me, I think Christmas wins because, first of all, you get almost a week off. If you're in school, you get a week to two weeks off. That is true. I have
0: to always request the 31st off for Halloween.
1: Wouldn't you want the the first off?
0: No, no, because you go to your nieces and nephews costume parade. Oh, I see. I see. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: So, yeah, you get time off from work and school. It's a time when everybody kind of relaxes and spends time with family and 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 i realize that not everybody has great family situations Mm -hmm. but even people who don't have great family situations often can find friend family type setups Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's 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 a holiday where nobody wants to be where where everybody thinks you know what you're going to be alone on christmas come be with us they don't think about like that on halloween necessarily Mm -hmm. They mm-hmm. might say, oh, yeah, I come do, to yeah. Well, I know, but, because you have a big heart. But Aww. not everybody has a big heart. And not everybody associated with a big heart is Halloween. <laughs> so you're probably more of a unicorn as far as that goes. <laughs> um, but, you know, all of those things come together. You know, you can have – everybody has a tradition, even though it's so wildly different. Uh, you know, when you, when you grow up, then your question is what and, – and especially if you start a new family – what Halloween traditions are, I don't think about what Halloween traditions I'm going to keep mm-hmm. versus which ones we're going to drop, but we do for Christmas. Well, wait, well, we did this on Christmas Eve. Well, we did this on Christmas Eve. Well, which one do we do? You know, or what do we do? we want to do something different for our own kids going forward? And, you know, all of those things, I do realize that decoration-wise, I think Christmas still wins, but Halloween has certainly made a lot of inroads. Yes. and. I would say that the top Halloween yard is easily comparable to eight, the top Christmas yard mm-hmm. with amount of decorations and amount of things. Oh,
0: yeah, our friend um, Eric Hall from, from the podcast, he's a local cosplayer, complete pirate decked out at their house. It's amazing.
1: Our yeah. neighbors have uh, skeleton pirates. <gasps>
0: Love it. In their front yard, and mm-hmm. it looks great. Mm-hmm. And they're going to
1: have a great-looking Christmas yard, too. And they have a great-looking yard all the time. But <laughs> but at any rate, um, and the other thing is Christmas movies. Oh, that, are better than Halloween movies. You have me movies. beat
0: there. A thousand percent you have me beat there. So
1: Christmas music, Christmas movies, and time off. I feel like those are the trifecta that just put Christmas over the top.
0: I, you might be persuading me a bit there with the time off because, man, do I enjoy that around Christmas time. I do not want to spend that. But I would argue like you, a lot of those different things, you can make it part of your family. Um, I think let's take a little bit of break, and when we come back, let's talk about how we celebrate these holidays maybe the points for that. With that, um, I love how you talk about Christmas traditions and things like that. But you can make those for Halloween as well. Um, yeah,
1: but then I got to remember the lazy part I
0: talked about earlier. That's true. On. You're not like me who <laughs> I, I don't I have like endless energy like, an like you. I events and stuff. Well, yeah, I you, have kids. you
1: are one of the more. I know, I know, I know, but yeah. that that's not an excuse. <laughs> In fact, if anything, it's more of a condemnation of me that I should be doing, doing more for the kids that I have. I have six <laughs> of them, but um, like. You just have, like, this festive nature about you, and and we've talked about this on the podcast before, and I'm doing it because you'd never bring it up yourself. You're the only person I know that has a birthday party that celebrates everybody else at your birthday, (laughs) and I just think that that is so unique and so awesome, and so the fact that you're good at all these things doesn't surprise me, and the fact that you enjoy Halloween actually doesn't surprise me because it's... It's that chance for everybody to to enjoy themselves together, and I would I would much rather go to a Halloween party that you throw than like a haunted house. Easy, one hundred percent. Well, because we day. make it a
0: we had a cozy Halloween party. It wasn't about this or that. Like I made homemade soup, I took care of the kids and carved pumpkins with them while the adults chatted. I enjoy going to Halloween movies.
1: parties more than I enjoy putting on Halloween parties. <laughs> I actually enjoy putting on Christmas parties,
0: mm-hmm.
1: although. That's uh, because I make scones, Basically, my wife and I, I that have was... had your scones. So They're our delicious. neighborhood, we have this cool neighborhood where our one neighbor takes Halloween, and this is just how it was, and they do homemade chili mm-hmm. and homemade donuts. And after trick or treating, everybody goes over to the Petersons. And we have homemade chili and homemade donuts and Witch's Brew with the dry ice That's in it. That's so cool. And everybody's like, they're done trick-or-treating with the kids. And then you go over. And then when their kids were a bit younger, they'd turn their basement into a haunted house for all the neighborhood kids to go through. So it was like after trick-or-treating, because you were done with the kids trick-or-treating, seven thirty eight o'clock. And mm-hmm. then you go over to the Petersons from 8 until whenever. And they've got like a Halloween movie or some like video Halloween mix of cartoons or something on the TV on loop. And so they threw an, they every year throw an awesome Halloween party. Uh-huh. Um, but then, you know, we were like, well, and then we have a big call de sac of fire on the 4th of July that where all the, everybody pitches in. I love in. your
0: neighbor getting into This is fantastic. And then I
1: was like, well, crud to my wife, Laura, I was like, what can we do? And, it's like, well, I make these scones. And she's like, well, I make a good wassail. So she makes this giant pot of wassail, and I just make scones out the wall. And these are Utah scones. I need to say fry bread mm-hmm. for anybody who's like, scones? No. Um <laughs> it's, not the, British it's kind. not the scone. It's the scone, the Utah scone. But it is, and then we just take we say, we say, hey, we're gonna provide um honey and butter and powdered sugar. Mm-hmm. And cinnamon sugar. Mm-hmm. But if you want something else on a scone, bring it and share it. Or if you want to bring some other treat. So then, I, I really like this. I put Christmas music on, oh. and then everybody just comes and goes as they please.
0: That's adorable. And I, I try love, to do I like it the Saturday treat, before Christmas.
1: Cigar. I try to do it this Saturday before Christmas, but I'm also finding that that's one of the busiest days for people. So that's when they're busy. shopping and doing stuff. But I, I, that's the days that I love. Christmas music going. Our house is actually clean for change because people <laughs> are coming over. And then- and then Christmas music while I just sit and make scones and I'll talk to people while I'm making the mm-hmm. scones and but but it's as much for everybody to enjoy hanging out with each other as it mm-hmm. is for me to like get to talk to every single person.
0: You know, I, I think and maybe, we've
1: blown out our uh, tr- our fuse a couple of times for having too many oil fryers plugged really, in. Really,
0: that's fantastic. I think maybe that's another thing I don't like about Christmas is how busy everyone gets. You can't see them. It's the like, truth. I have not I have you know only past few years I've gotten into Christmas, but it's as I've it's so stupid, but you'll love it as I've gotten into Star Wars <laughs> and they have like their life day on November the 17th that's the Christmas special and stuff I okay. totally want to do something I love that. Star
1: Wars but we're starting to get out of control no. here with some of the things that are <laughs> happening.
0: No, but like, here's the thing I love if I May ever get 4, my own place or my kids. Life I can convince- Day,
1: we're going to have something else. What, what day was Han Solo year, born? All the all 4th of Jalober, <laughs> and they'll just come up with <laughs> <laughs> some day.
0: I think if I ever do an annual Christmas party, which I'm thinking about doing now, it'd actually be on November 17th as a Star Wars Christmas party, Life Day thing, because then I get it done. And I, I get it over you with. You have
1: to wear the robes though. I
0: have to wear the red robes. That's right. Which you and you have about to sing that. in Wookie. I don't know if I could do. That.
1: Well, it can't happen then. I mean, if you're not going to go all the way on life Day. I was
0: sing. although, I, but I'd want to wear my Lacus. I want to be a, a Twi'lek, not a,
1: not a Wookie.
0: No. <laughs> so if I ever did a Christmas that now that part, that's is cultural
1: appropriation be. right there. <laughs>
0: Not according to my Wookies, Utah coalition.
1: Wookies are not Twileks, okay?
0: But it was such a beautiful holiday. It spreads throughout the world. Like it's it's a great thing. If I did a Christmas party, I would I would I would do that. Um, <laughs> it's it, uh, there's not a Halloween in Star Wars.
1: Exactly.
0: Oh. I'm so sad, and, and so if it were, would, it'd would be a dark Christmas side. Wins. Oh, my heart's breaking a bit as I think about that.
1: Here's a question that I have for you because you're <laughs> a big Halloween fan. Do you feel like Halloween is diminished or enhanced? And I want you to make an argument for one or the other Ooh, by be- all the fandom and like things like fanex and comic cons and the, the the places where people. Get to cosplay in so many different ways now outside of what was just traditionally Halloween. Do you think that all of that extra cosplaying and the the more uh, culturally acceptable or at least it less has. less mocked by <laughs> by the majority? <laughs> what do you think? And and make an argument for why.
0: It's a 1,000% enhanced, and um, okay. I think because pe- you, you discover the pockets of different people who love different fandoms, and they bring it into Halloween. So, like, my my um, my wizarding friends that I do with, I met them at FanEx because they dressed up. I became friends with them, and now I do Halloween stuff with the zoo, with blue lights, because of that. So, their fandom love... Into it. we love our fandom so much. We want to do something fun around Christmas, around Halloween time. You got Christmas on my brain. Aha,
1: Christmas wins again.
0: <laughs> and so we actually do themed stuff for Halloween. We do cultural stuff for Halloween. We do fandom stuff for Halloween. Um, you have uh, you get more communication of crafters and stuff. So you get more unique Halloween experiences as well. Okay. Um, and then you do have different things to, to celebrate, like Hocus Pocus. You always see a few Sanderson sisters. You always have like artists that specialize in Halloween type illustrations or decorations or like spoopy stuff um, at fandoms as well, at at conventions as well. Um, and so I really think it it adds to the aesthetic. And you also see that yeah people can be kind of hyper fixated on something, so you can go all out for Halloween. But man, now that's such a good question because like yeah, I know Roxanne and, and um and Harold Ware who I do the Wizarding stuff because of 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 going to Fanix, i know reach uh the cosplay group um as well as the heroic cosplay group because of Fanix, and i do halloween stuff with them like that i love that idea like yeah I, i really think it enhances it um and then as it gets more and more popular you get more things like hocus pocus like halloween specials and it just Explodes like over the garden wall. We we watched over the garden wall on on Saturday, and you always see those at fandom uh, events as well. Like,
1: yeah, yes, I think totally they're very obscure, but you do see them. It's beautiful. People don't know. Wait, are you are you a gnome?
0: <laughs> That's Wurt Wurt and Greg. I'm an elephant. Oh my gosh, so good. Potatoes Such and good molasses. Show. Potatoes and molasses.
1: I can't believe I know. I watched that because my niece was a big fan of it. And she's like, you got to watch Over the Garden Mall. So I did, and I was like, it's actually pretty clever. Yeah. And it is pretty funny. All right, so I would probably agree with you, and and I would say it's enhanced Halloween because I don't know if people— Maybe it's because it's the time of year, but the way people run out of time to make their Halloween costume, but but they'll work like— feverish to get it done in time for a fan X mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, fan event they go to around the country. And mm-hmm. so that only means you have more options of things to wear for Halloween. You can, as you shape it over time, it gets better and better as opposed to making it one time for one particular year. Mm-hmm. Uh, by spreading it throughout the year, it can only make the Halloween uh, a little bit better. So, okay. I, yeah. I think yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. But I was also thinking like, but then maybe people aren't like, oh, that's so cool. Cause They've seen it before.
0: Well, that
1: well, was the reason I thought you might argue against no. it. Is that is that you know the creativity for Halloween is going because people are putting it into something else. and, well, and, and do they feel like, like they asleep. have to be dressed up as like a? One drawback to me for Halloween. Mm-hmm. One drawback to me for Christmas is, I mean, I don't drink, but the amount of alcohol consumed for Christmas right. is like off the charts. So, mm-hmm. but for Halloween, one thing that's always bugged me is that. For so many things, especially as you get to about college and on, it's 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 not just I'm gonna be a nurse. I want to be a, a sexy nurse, or <laughs> I gotta be like.
0: Oh come on! Sometimes we just want to be want to be I a know, little. I know, I know. But it, it's like you,
1: there's some parties that should be like. <laughs> my goodness. I
0: should admit you don't get that at Christmas.
1: You generally don't. You generally don't. <laughs> but yeah. I still think Christmas is way ahead in the debate of which is the better uh, holiday fandom is what I'm saying. You know what? But
0: I, I think Christmas is a bit too commercial as well. You feel too much pressure to be Halloween like Halloween is literally commercial. But it's 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 not like buy thousands was invented, and thousands of dollars for everything. Halloween
1: was invented by the candy industry.
0: <laughs> but I'm okay with that. So is Valentine's Day. Let's let's be honest well, there. And Christmas Valentine's. is all about treats, candy canes, now, cookies, now, gingerbread. Uh, but I, oh, I think that's sort another of thing. Ha!
1: That's another one big point in Christmas's favor.
0: I I gotta make my you my Disneyland recipe. Have you had? Have I made you them before? My gingerbread. I did them a couple no. years ago. I have to. I will to do that for you.
1: You have to save it to so February, good. though.
0: Why? what remind me in February. Note. Um, I think Christmas is just too commercial. Well, Halloween can be commercial, but it's a little more lighthearted and it's not as much pressure.
1: I will agree there's not as much pressure. (laughs) My mom used to call it legalized begging. She hated it because, again, things were kind of tight. So I think it bugged her Mm -hmm. that she had to go buy a bunch of candy to give away. Now, I'm sure that it was balanced in her mind by the amount of candy that her kids brought home. Mm -hmm. But I think that was also balanced out by the fact she didn't want her kids to have that much candy.
0: (laughs) That is true, and you'd hear people. Oh, that and I got to like, know
1: your Halloween strategy as a kid. Were you uh, eat the candy as quick as possible, or try to parcel it out for as long as possible?
0: You, you eat selectively through the night, and you have to share with whoever adults trick or treating with you. It's the, the the parent tax or whatever, and then you go home, and all my siblings. I have two of them, and oftentimes cousins and stuff. Pile them up, you separate them out, and you the trading begins. The bargaining
1: begins, mm. and you're like
0: a Reese's would be worth. See, the only
1: reason we would have dumped out was to show who had more than somebody else. Oh
0: no, like we were always pretty even because we kind of all went together. Um, and then you you trade them and stuff, and so like, you know you can get a little bit more um, uh, for my sister for like Reese's or Twix. You, you can get a little bit more, and I like obscure stuff. I like the old fashioned stuff. Give me the candy corn. Give me the Nikko wafers. Give me, oh, bit of honey. Love bit of honey. Taffy. Amazing. And so like you, you have to straight share them out that way.
1: I was always a candy bar guy. Many <laughs> candy candy, candy bars, bars. If there was full size candy bars. <laughs> you know what we gave away, we found, and this is something I am actually the stay home person for trick-or-treating.
0: Oh, that warms my heart.
1: I let the kids go with mom. But I also like to watch a Halloween movie while I'm doing trick-or-treating. Mm-hmm. So either on the iPad or on one year we had we were storing a TV in our front room before we took it somewhere. I just plugged the DVD <laughs> player into it and watched it on this big TV sitting on the floor. But I watch Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein while I have trick-or-treaters come I every year. It. It's my favorite Halloween movie.
0: I, I Wait, what was it? I got to write that down. Abbott
1: and Costello meet Frankenstein. It's the original Universal Monsters, Bela Lugosi and Boris Karloff. And it is awesome. Lon Chaney. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if Boris, Karlo- Boris Karloff. Might Lon Chaney is
0: Dracula, right?
1: No, Bela Lugosi is. Bela Lugosi Lon right. Chaney's the Wolf I Man. I say no,
0: I have the posters up in my living room yes. right now.
1: And it's a comedy, and it is a hilarious comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, it is black and white, and it is still just as funny today as it was then. And it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think black and white makes a scary movie scarier. Mm-hmm. To be mm-hmm. honest, and and it's black and white, but it's. I don't know. I I just love it. So there are things I do like about yeah. Halloween. That's one of and them. I love
0: giving candy. I don't do it often now because I'm usually out with my nieces and nephews. I'll go from one. House what do you to give? For Hallow- for yeah. Halloween. Oh, I'm always I always, I theme for what my costume is. <laughs>
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Um, oh, because
1: you answer the door in costume. I do not. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's sad. No, I love answering in costume, interacting. I'm like the type where I'll even sit on the porch just so I can chat with people.
1: Now, I have always wanted to do the long game where mm-hmm. I put a pumpkin guy dressed in clothes on the porch for the no. whole month. And then on the night of Halloween, I wear those clothes on the porch and then I wait till they're up and then I don't I don't even jump. I just like oh. move.
0: Those are or terrifying. Go to,
1: yes, I got exactly. a jump scare when I was four
0: years old, and I'm always wearing well, now Well, I don't those. know if
1: I would do that to a little little kid. <laughs> I I am human. Grabbed but, my brother's arm and I But out. that's the thing. I it's always that's the same thing with like you gotta. It's the misdirection of it.
0: <laughs> no, see, see, it's totally different. No, I like sit on the porch. I theme it. Um, we also do like trunk or treats and stuff. So this year I'm Daisy Duck. My mom is Minnie Mouse. I have a I like cast. It. I have a Disney Castle backdrop. I
1: like um,
0: it. For my nibblings, my nieces and nephews, I have like 16. I have two bio and then 16 all together with the honoraries. I have little – I bought um, vintage Mickey and Minnie Mouse character, like little bean baggy things from eBay. I bought a whole collection of them, and they're all in these clear little gift bags, and they're taffy in the bottom and, you know, different things for those with allergies or diabetes – And I theme everything, and that's what I'm giving out. So like, and that the trunk or treat, we're also using the um, the Disney stuff. And I have a a Disney Parks gift bag that I have. Like you, you carry a souvenir bag around the park, and that's going to be full of candy. So I theme it, like everything. It's me, so it's of course it's going to be themed. (laughs) And our house is just covered in Disney Halloween anyway.
1: Though that Mm -hmm. I, I I love how festive you are. Just because (laughs) I don't have the energy or the patience to do it. Doesn't mean I don't appreciate the effort that others put into it. I do want to make that clear. Um for so so we found like over the years we've done different things. Um I am always I wanna err on the side of being generous. Like mm-hmm. there's a part of me that would rather spend the extra money and give away the full size candy bars. <laughs> I, I haven't done that yet, no. but one year, like, the Frito-Lay factory was having, like, you could go to the factory itself, and you could buy those 50-count boxes for, like, 10 bucks.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It was, like, some ridiculously cheap thing, so we went and bought, like, five of those boxes. hmm And for the price of a couple of bags of candy, we were giving out the, That's you know, the awesome. snack, the, the small lunch-size bags of chips. Mm-hmm. and And then I've, because I hate giving out candy that I know kids don't like to eat.
0: Right. Like,
1: I hate it. It's again. It goes back to the childhood. Or like like give
0: pennies out and stuff. Oh, thankfully mm.
1: nobody does that. But I love the toys. I would I'd go for little toys. We gave out cans of soda one year.
0: Ooh, um,
1: so if you can, it, what what I think is a fun Halloween strategy is you look and see what's something that's on sale that people like, but they mm-hmm. don't necessarily think of as a Halloween mm-hmm. thing, and what can you get a lot of? Because you look at the price of a bag of like candy bar the mini candy bars mm-hmm. and it's like 30 40 bucks yeah like it really is it's, yeah to, like, to get it's a lot to, to give things. out especially if you live in a neighborhood where you know there's gonna be a lot of foot traffic but if you can come up with some unique things mm-hmm. another yeah. thing is we had my wife had candy in one and then she had like little the little spider rings or yeah. the little little toy things and i know that some parents will come to your house and they'll be like oh i'm so glad that it's not just candy here mm-hmm. kid pick this thing that you're not going to eat and then the little kid will wear the spider ring for the rest of the night and or something like that. And that's like that. good
0: for p- kids with allergies. You know about the teal pumpkin project, right? No. The teal pumpkin project is um, it's for kids who want to experience it, but maybe they have food allergies, they're diabetic, or something like that. You have an alternate besides food to give out, or you have uh, allergy-friendly ones like Tootsie Rolls. I love because it's gluten-free and it's peanut-free, and you and you have a teal pumpkin.
1: I've never been a big Tootsie Roll guy.
0: Oh, you know I've always have Tootsie Rolls The flavor rolls, Tootsie
1: Rolls, I'm, I'm not, I'm not necessarily opposed to. Oh, I love Tootsie Rolls. The chocolate ones are black.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so you have a teal pumpkin on your porch that signifies that I have an alternate. So I always have a little really? thing full of candy and oh. a little thing that's full of toys and stuff. And Maybe so many times that. I get, I get people thanking me for that. Mm-hmm. That
1: is good. I did not know that. That that, I think I'm going to tell the newsroom about that.
0: Oh I, yeah, that's so fun. I I can have I have my. Tool. I have my um pumpkin bucket I can bring in for it too. Um
1: That's really cool. But yeah,
0: so Halloween like it's fun, it's generous, it's all these different things. And I, I know Christmas is as well. So we we kind of talked a bit about how we celebrate Halloween. How do you celebrate Christmas then? What's what makes the traditions fun for you?
1: Well, um you know, for us it it's been an effort to try to put the religious part at the center because it really mm-hmm. is easy to get just sort of carried away on the the, you know, the, the cultural the pop culture side of it which is a big thing and it's an enjoyable thing too yeah, like we yeah. don't do one to exclude the other but uh you know at school the kids aren't going to be singing generally religious christmas songs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i i don't know if you've noticed even on the stations that play christmas music they probably go if I, if i just had to guess and and maybe we could get some actual numbers i would I'd guess it's a 3 to 1 a 3 to 1 Christmas versus religious Christmas song, at least three to one. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear the simply having a wonderful Christmas time on endless loop. Mariah Carey's uh, yes. All I Want for Christmas is You. And I'm not saying these are bad songs or I'm not saying that they don't deserve to be. And I'm not saying I don't even, I like them. I like them all. Uh-huh. But I've had to create my own personal playlist of religious themed Christmas songs which are just as important in my to Ooh, me and that, that helped idea. me separate to enjoy playlist. it is I have a separate playlist so that when I want to hear the you know the religious based ones I can and I can listen to the fun pop ones on the radio pretty much anytime I turn on the radio starting Right about now, honestly, I'm actually kind of wondering when our local uh, Christmas station's going to start to on all Christmas. I think they'll me. wait till after Halloween, but
0: there are of the memes It always like you've all seen in your Halloween costume, and then it hits midnight, and all of a sudden they're in their their Christmas splendor with Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas" playing in the background. I love those memes.
1: But other things we do, um, you know, our personal traditions is we get pizza on Christmas Eve. Um, Smart. It's everybody likes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watch a Christmas movie together, mm-hmm. and and I actually copped that from a friend of mine. Like we used to have a family Christmas party, and my family would do that. But then, once my generation had kids, it was harder to get everybody together on Christmas Eve, and so that kind of broke apart, and we switched that to New Year's. But, Is
0: it a specific Christmas movie that you watch? Uh,
1: no, we actually have a rotation okay. that this depends on the year. So we'll um, watch
0: the Muppets Christmas.
1: That's a great one. That's a great one. And, you know, for a lot of it, it's just a lot of December things. We'll have eggnog during this. We just, last year was the first year we finally made gingerbread ourselves, Ooh. gingerbread cookies. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why we didn't do that a long time ago because those were delicious.
0: Oh, they're so good. The Disney is the recipe is the
1: best. I, I got to try it. that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, February. But, you know, as far as specific traditions... I don't know if anything we do is that special. I, I have a book of Christmas traditions to try to start, things like tie a wreath to the front of your car.
0: You have a book? Like a yeah, checklist? Yeah, a little book, book. that's oh.
1: like things like things you can do to that's have so more fun cute. at Christmas. Um, one of them is, you know, if you can afford it, you know, get, uh, you know, $10, $5 bills and then walk around downtown and just give them to people.
0: Oh, that's so sweet.
1: Uh, you know, someday my goal is to be to where I could hand out $50 bills or $20 bills or $100 bills mm-hmm. at Christmas. That That's something I would enjoy. Or, you know, go to a restaurant and pay for somebody's meal that's not expecting you to pay for it mm-hmm. for them. Those are the kinds of things that I like to associate with Christmas. And, you know, of course, getting together for Christmas parties, whether it's at work, whether it's with family. Uh, we have, uh, my, my mom is Dutch, mm-hmm. and so we have a St. Nicholas Day that first weekend in December, usually around the 6th or 7th where we sing the Dutch carols. That's so uh, cool. We eat, well, we serve split pea soup. I don't eat that. I think that's gross. But <laughs> oh. like the Dutch, the Gouda cheese uh, and bread and butter sandwiches and just, and we celebrate. And then Sinterklaas Wait, bread himself. bread and
0: butter sandwiches? It is Isn't rolls that just...
1: with butter or you put butter and cheese on it. Nothing else, just okay. the butter and the cheese. Okay. But, um, And then... And then St. Nicholas himself comes mm-hmm. with the full miter and the yep. staff and everything. Swiss
0: Santa comes to, to we our put out the scene. We mm-hmm. put
1: out the, I forgot what this, the shoes are called. Mm-hmm. The wooden shoes. The
0: clogs? The wooden yeah. clogs. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah.
1: they have a name, but I can't remember it. And we put out the carrots for uh, Santa's Cute. horse. Or for St. Nicholas's horse. We actually had St. Nicholas ride up on a horse okay, one year. Okay, that's awesome. Um,
0: Real quick, you said horse, just to really move It just reminded me of it. Someone in our neighborhood is the horse, is the headless horseman. <gasps> really? On Halloween. They go with a real horse? With
1: a real horse. I love it.
0: It's freaking awesome. All right, back to your Christmas. You no, know,
1: no, no. But just so we have a Dutch thing early, and the kids get a Christmas present from St. Nicholas. You have to write a poem with it. I mean, these are all traditions that go. That's so cool. And so it's just all of those things. December's far too busy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like last year when I took three weeks off during the month of December, <laughs> I had to holidays. use up all my vacation time, <laughs> which I'm not allowed to do this year, by the way. Um, I, that was the first time I felt like I could really get in the spirit. I got I got things to slow down enough to where I could enjoy it. Wow. You know what I love doing? I love going to the junior high and the elementary school concerts. Yes. Hearing kids play and sing off-key Christmas carols is yes. just as enjoyable, honestly, mm-hmm. as hearing the... Uh, the Utah Symphony Orchestra yes. or the or the Tabernacle Choir. It's just, there's something about it that just feels so genuine. And, you know, odds are you and junior high had to either sing in a Christmas concert or play in a band concert. Even if you never did it again, it's, odds are you did. It
0: is magic. I do have to admit, Christmas has this magic about it. The Halloween's fun, but Christmas is magic, and I, I think that's part of it is is those experiences, and you remember those as a kid singing. Uh, you know, I I still can kind of sign Silent Night because we sang it once, uh, and I was like in yep. second grade. Like yep. you do have that magic at Christmas.
1: I still know Christmas carols from programs we did in school in mm-hmm. first grade and second grade.
0: Yep, I know Santa's bringing zebras now to pull his Christmas sleigh, cause a boy in Africa wrote to him one day. Like random, random Christmas songs because oh, yeah. of that, but
1: those are fun my second great christmas program was um aliens came to earth and we had to teach them about christmas i hate so that you're winning songs, me over
0: on this christmas so
1: we sang all our songs and they were like aliens were like in these garbage bags full of i don't know what i was not one of the people on the stage i was the chorus that was so funny and you know i was one of the 10 lords of leaping so when we sang 10 lords of leaping me and my group we jumped out of our chair and sat back down like i remember all this stuff that's I I was this was something that wouldn't happen at a public school nowadays. I mm-hmm. was Joseph for a song about mm-hmm. Joseph and Mary in first grade. Yep.
0: yep. Um I was the lead in the best Christmas pageant ever. But I remember so, yep, in yep. first grade mm-hmm. I
1: remembered there was like a social hierarchy. Mm-hmm. The cool kids got to be snowmen for one of the songs and they were like the marching <laughs> soldiers for another song. And that's wow. and that's what I wanted to be in and I got stuck with the stupid Christmas tree on my head.
0: I do love this.
1: And like, this is first grade, okay? I mean, I'm not kidding you. This is at least 40 years ago, probably 41 (laughs) years ago. And I still remember, if the school hadn't burned down, I could take you to exactly where I sat.
0: I love it. I have seen like, um, at Charlie Square, they used to have, like, the big Christmas tree, and the kids would do car- oh, carols there. Oh, yeah, because it was the, that was one of I those multi-level malls
1: with the central. Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, all the kids, like, stand you in the rings to the Rockefeller to build tree. tree,
1: basically, inside yeah, that. yeah, I have
0: seen pictures of my mom, like, doing that when she was little. Oh, like, you're winning me over to Christmas. I was not expecting this. Halloween's still there. So Halloween's still my absolute favorite, but I, I'm seeing a bit more of the, the light here. Are, are there any crappy holidays, you think, that's, like, we, we can just get away with? <laughs> no, no one should have this fandom.
1: Um, no, because I mean they're they're enjoyable for a reason there's something behind them there's some that maybe are your less favorite, but I don't know if there's any mm-hmm. actual crappy ones
0: <laughs> that's like i'm I'm I don't need to deal with this hmm
1: I mean i I will say this New Year's is for rich yeah or single people <laughs> because if you got kids and as you get older, Staying up till midnight is like not on your list. It takes you way too long to recover from it. do the fake
0: it. countdown and send them to bed. That's what we do with my my nibblings, my niece and nephews.
1: But I would say, I don't know if it's just more like which one do you like the best, which one gets you most excited during the course of the year. And mm-hmm. and I think any can anything can get overdone. Mm-hmm. You know, you can burn yourself out on Christmas if you try to do too much. Yeah, um, that's what I did. But I mean, no other Christmas movies, think about it. They 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 create... I think there was like 72 new to 2022 Christmas movies last year alone. Oh, Hallmark's right. doing like 42 by themselves this year oh that are new, not just already in their rotation. Mm-hmm. New, and so there was actually one that came out last year. It's not good,
0: quote unquote, quote unquote,
1: doing. but it was kind of a clever. It was at least a clever attempt at it. Uh huh. And it was, I still believe in Santa, it came out on Netflix. Hmm. And I reviewed it for KSL TV last year. And it starts out clever. It starts out on the 4th of July. That's early. Yeah. And it's a girl. She's a columnist. And she, I think she's a single mom. Pretty sure she's a single mom. She writes how, why the 4th of July is her favorite holiday and why she hates Christmas. (laughs) And it kind of gets picked up. And, well, at some point... uh, during this 4th of July big town celebration, she meets a lawyer who's really nice and they really hit it off and they start dating and, you know, because I I can't remember if she's divorced or if she's widowed or something, but she she lets the guy in essentially emotionally and then she finds out that he's huge into Christmas, but not just huge into Christmas. He still believes in Santa.
0: As an adult?
1: Now, hear me out on this because that's... That is I think that's what you're supposed to think. You're supposed to empathize with her, but here's what I thought was good about the movie. This guy it's it's a hundred percent sincere. like it's not just to make fun of oh, look at this idiot or immature guy that still believes in Santa. What an idiot. <laughs> and that's kind of her attitude towards mm-hmm. it. But, and and he's like, Mr. Christmas. She doesn't know. She doesn't know that he's Mr. Christmas. But but when she finds out, it's very overwhelming to her. But then she doesn't even find out until a little bit after that that he really does believe in Santa. And he makes a case during the movie that he's like, you tell me what's harder to believe that there is no such person as Santa. And yet, across cultures, countries people ages all these people go out of their way to lie like universe you couldn't get anybody to agree Mm -hmm. on anything Mm -hmm. which is more difficult to believe that there really is somebody that all these people tell their kids about or that it's just all made up and i was like okay that's a pretty good argument and so I, I just, it was really sincere. And it <clears throat> turns out that the guy who was the star of it also, I think, wrote it. Uh-huh. And that's just one of his personal things. It's like just, you know, what's the harm in people think? Even if you're that's a that. grown up, what's the harm in believing sin is real? And so I, I just thought that was a really charming movie. But And there's something about that you know, the fact that you have these movies that can really represent just about mm-hmm. any Christmas experience that you want. If you've had a bad ones, they've got movies about people who've had bad Christmas experience. If you've had good ones, you've got good ones. You've got classics. See, I,
0: Maybe you can answer this for me. Cause my problem often with Christmas movies is they've never addressed where the parents think the gifts comes from. Cause it's always the, the parent.
1: Oh, when you're talking like the Santa Claus, it's like and, Santa Claus just and stuff appear. like
0: that. So like, yeah, I, I agree Santa and everything that's a beautiful magic feeling and I, I love that idea I've totally wrote that on the movie so I can watch it again but I think also kind of a bit of a critical person in me even as a child was like then where do the parents think this crisp the gifts came from you know if,
1: well like, that's the that's the dilemma I, I would mm-hmm. say that is probably one of the one, I want harder to that. solve harder to solve dilemmas I'm sure there's somebody that has thought deeper about that than I have for my wife and I we just said hey look kids we've had inflation even Santa, Santa doesn't, like, mm-hmm. he's got magic, but he's got to pay his elves. He's got, like, mm-hmm. all these overhead costs. And mm-hmm. so if Santa says, if you want an iPad, you got to pay for, like, half of it. Mm-hmm. And we're Mom and I, we just don't have the money to pay even for half an iPad. So... We're gonna have to get something else.
0: Oh, yeah, I would never ask for something that big as a kid. Well, I know,
1: but as a kid, you ask for everything. I mean, one year my I, son's Christmas list was, "I want an Xbox, a PS4, a PS5, like, or a PS2 and a PS." Like, he just lists. I was like, "Are you freaking kidding me?"
0: <laughs> when I was like seven years old, I knew like I we didn't have much money or things like that, and I asked for a Barbie car, and I meant a Power Wheel, and I in my mind, and I remember asking Santa and telling my parents, and no one like hedging it, saying, well, maybe that's too much. Maybe he can't, he can't fit in his sleigh or anything. And I'm like, I'm actually going to get this thing. And I woke up Christmas morning, and I was so excited, and I ran out, and under the tree was a Barbie car. But it was a Barbie car. It wasn't a Power Wheel. It was like a little plastic Barbie car. For your Barbie to sit in? For my Barbie to sit in. It and wasn't, it had electronics or anything. And then there was
1: a note from Santa that said, you were not more specific.
0: I wasn't more, I learned that. So may- maybe I am a little jaded about Christmas from, from that experience. Well, and, and I, bet, I bet I bet
1: everybody's had a bad Christmas experience. <laughs> I've told Christmas experience multiple times oh, on yeah. this podcast about the year that I wanted Optimus Prime for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Everybody's had one that didn't go well or mm-hmm. didn't go the way they thought. But I bet that as you think back, there they really wasn't. You, you usually will chuckle about whatever was a tremendous—I mean, short of like a family member actually— passing away. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that's that's a different story altogether. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm sadly there's a lot of people who've been through things like that, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I just think Christmas is the better holiday.
0: I think you're winning me over a bit, but I'm still going to say my conclusion and, is but, Halloween is is still better.
1: Okay, well, here's a question since we were talking about movies. Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween or a Christmas movie?
0: Both. It is not it's
1: both. both. It, it comes is a together. Halloween movie. No,
0: no, it's it's a Halloween character learning the spirit of giving and, and such that comes from Christmas.
1: Okay, it's, yeah, but it's, it's still both. a Halloween movie because it ain't mm-hmm. Christmas.
0: It's still both, because you used to have Santa, you have the magic Do you magic watch The Christmas Nightmare Before Christmas
1: sense. at Christmas? Yeah. Okay, I believe that you do. You're the wrong person <laughs> to ask if I asked a random person <laughs> if they did. I bet the answer is no.
0: I bet the answer is no, but for me, Halloween Unicorn, Kellyanne, it's both. I think it's both.
1: Well, and I did judge. I have to thank A Nightmare Before Christmas, because the only mm-hmm. time I've ever stood on stage at a Bravanel Hall, the local symphony house... yeah. To a packed house was when I announced the winner of the costume contest <laughs> for them playing the Nightmare Before Christmas live with the Utah Symphony. They'd show oh, the movie and then the symphony would accompany it live. <gasps> I and I came it. on an intermission to announce the winner. So I, got the, I have the visual in my mind of a packed house at a Abravanel Hall waiting on me holding the microphone. So I have to thank <laughs> the Nightmare Before Christmas for that.
0: That's fantastic. So we'll come together and enjoy Nightmare Before Christmas together.
1: Well, and to be fair, Utah loves both holidays.
0: That is true. Like, Utah's huge. That's one thing. um, When I did the Fear Factory deep dive a couple years ago, a lot of the actors that performed there were from out of town, out of state even. And they thought they'd come to Utah and it'd be, oh, no, Halloween is evil. Like, we can't celebrate that. Right. And they were just shocked by how much we love it here. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> we, Whatever we do here, we don't seem to do it halfway. No.
0: Well, we have boo lights. We have the Haunted Hay Rides up at this is the point Thanksgiving. We are like the basically the haunted house capital of the world. There's a haunted house for everybody here from like ultra scary to like little corn bellies friendly type of stuff going on. We just we love Halloween and I'm, I try to visit everything and I just can't. So I'm so mad I had that cold for a week and not in this month because I missed like six different halloween stuff i wanted to do. And
1: but christmas is big. Halloween is still a week away.
0: No, but i missed like i missed one of my nights at the zoo. I missed Aww. a a party. I missed the 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 jamboree, the karaoke, jack o lantern jam- jamboree.
1: Well, there You're aren't even Halloween like a, carols. What do you sing along to? See another reason Christmas is this better. This is
0: the mash, the monster mash. Okay, well, there's
1: one. What else you got?
0: Uh, there's a there's a ton of Halloween There's, them there's songs. at least three Over others. Over the Golden Wall is a ton of them that's been mixed in. Uh, yeah, nobody knows those. We, d- my my people do. We were all singing along on Saturday.
1: <laughs> well, I believe that too.
0: <laughs> well, and then Christmas is really good too. Here, I, you know, Temple Square has been down for a bit as they've been kind Of renovating the temple and kind of rebuilding it, I can't wait to get the lights back up at Temple
1: Square. That's true, it is not quite the same when only mm-hmm. a few trees get lit up because mm-hmm. everything else is under construction. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah. again, traditions,
0: traditions. We had the Christ Kindle Market up at this is the place at yes. Christmas, too. Um, I, I will I do the Dickens Ball, um, now which is the royal dancers. Um,
1: I used to do the Messiah singing Ma- with oh, yeah, at uh, Symphony Hall with the Utah Symphony and the. I believe it was select members of Utah Opera mm-hmm. and the Mormon, might have been the Tabernacle, Tabernacle
0: Choir. Mm-hmm. And the Tabernacle Choir has their Christmas stuff. Yes, that's a mm-hmm. huge thing. Mm-hmm. So it is pretty pretty big here as well. It's kind of kind of the same. And you know now. what? We're
1: lucky to live in a place where we get snow in the winter. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I don't like the, Halloween. most I mean of the Christmas. time. <laughs> and see, if it snows for Halloween, that's the worst.
0: That is pretty bad.
1: And if it doesn't snow for Christmas. Oh, that, we wish you it had,
0: did. I, do they do that here? That's when you like, go to the mall and do that, or trunk or treat. In, oh, or, no, like, no, you trick or treat in the snow, yeah. and you just freeze to
1: death.
0: Uh, I did hate that. I remember some years it being so cold, we would literally have a parent um, with a van, and they'd kind of follow us, so we'd jump in between houses when we got too cold to warm up.
1: Well, I guess we've decided it's official. Christmas wind.
0: <sighs> it's not quite there, but it's getting closer for me.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Fan Effect, your Utah's fan culture podcast, sponsored by Larry H. Miller, Megaplex Theaters. Do you have a topic you want us to discuss, debate, or that you'd like to hear more about? Uh, we'd love to have your thoughts at Fan Effect Show on Twitter, on Facebook. X, X, Ugh. X, Twitter. <laughs> I, I need to tweet more. Facebook or Facebook. Instagram. Are you still doing Instagram? Still? Instagram, I'm doing more okay. than
0: Twitter now. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. so
1: Instagram's a good place also to give us your ideas. Uh, but The to, actual
0: fandom conversation's totally Facebook.
1: Ah, uh, yes. And we'll have some more of those, too.
0: Uh, I'm Kellyanne. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful Halloween or Christmas And season. Christmas. <laughs> and I hope you uh, can tune in again for another episode of Fan Effect.